Wheels Magazine highlights the true cost of bad incentives in the automotive media landscape with Car of the Year 2021. This is what happens when you kick your audience under the bus over and over and over and out. I'm Julia Dogan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap for buyers here in Australia. Website for that, obviously. Or you can just click the card that's up there now, dude. Wheels Magazine, that irrelevant icon of paper publishing. Like, hey, dude, we still think there's a future in paper. We watched a documentary on that last night on VHS after a carrier pigeon delivered the TV guide shortly after he saw a program on that on a clay tablet in Egypt. Jesus. Wheels awarded Mazda CX-30 the 2021 Bicotti Trophy. Bullshit car of the year. CX-30 is, of course, more mainstream than last year's official shitbox of the year, the three-pronged suppository EQC. But like EQC, Mazda's CX-30 is really just a pumped-up version of another virtual twin in the stable. CX-30 is essentially a Mazda 3 hatch with added ground clearance and, in some cases, on-demand all-wheel drive. So, well done there, moving the automotive sector profoundly forward by jacking up a Mazda 3. This is Mazda's ninth Car of the Year win, making it the second most successful manufacturer at our award behind only Holden. Because uh, if you were a car maker, that's what you'd want to be at this point. <laughs> think you'd agree. Almost, but not quite, as successful as Holden. Editor Dylan Campbell there. Well played, dude. To be our Car of the Year, the winner must nail five award criterion. Pro tip there, Big D. Criterion is the singular. One criterion, dude. Criteria is the plural, like five criteria, which is what Bicotti has. If that's a press release piss take, well played, son. But if a whole editorial team couldn't pick that one up, like, hashtag FFS. Especially after Big Bad Beach talked you editorial dudes up so vociferously. While to some the idea may sound quaint, the fact is Australian car enthusiasts demand agenda-setting content that they can trust. We hold that trust dear and exist solely to deliver stories that inspire, reviews that inform, and content that engages the current and future generations of Australian motorists. I'd respectfully suggest that the only future motoring enthusiasts who actually touch a Wheels magazine today are tidying up the lounge room after making sure their grandfather is just having an afternoon nap and not in fact dead. Andrew Beecher there from the same bullshit Car of the Year press release as Criterion Dude from earlier. Beecher's not a bad bloke, okay, but he's cursed with being the CEO of this ongoing near-death experience. So, to Beach, I would say, I love you, dude, in the most hetero-known way, but facts matter. 
Like, they really matter. You streamed this announcement, billed by you as Shitsville's, quote, most coveted motoring award. You streamed it live on YouTube at 10am on Monday of this week. And by live, I mean, dude, you pumped out a wholly contrived and epically self-indulgent pre-recorded video package that was unwatchably choppy, presumably the result of low upload bandwidth, which you should have friggin' tested because you're, you know, a, a multi-million dollar business, allegedly. And the audio was crap, so there's that. Apart from that, though, nice. And as for, quote, content that engages... Australia's most allegedly coveted Car of the Year award had about 220 peak concurrent viewers live, insofar as I could tell while I was watching it live. 220. Not 220,000. 19 of them had to be you lot, and maybe 200 industry insiders plus me doing roasty research here in the Fat Cave. You could count the punters on one hand, dude. The saddest thing is that statistically, it seems to me nobody except Wheels and the finalists actually gave a shit, right? Then Wheels uploaded, of course, a non-terminally choppy, clean copy of the pre-recorded live look video package shortly after the live stream ended. 260 total views of that in the first four hours. As I sit here in my fat cave on my buns of steel writing this, that was what the stats were, according to Wheel's YouTube homepage. You know what's missing here, right? It's pretty obvious, like elephant in the room, an audience. And you know why? It's because you Wheel's dudes have betrayed your audience once too friggin' often. And in my opinion, this is emblematic of what happens when a publication immerses itself in bad incentives that proliferate through the legacy motoring media. It's why Wheels is on death's door. Yaris was one of the finalists, okay? There were three finalists. Yaris was one of them. The Wheels package on Yaris has been up for three hours. As I type these words, you know, again, according to my magnetic buns, and that package has had 99 views in that time. 99, not... 99 friggin' thousand. 99. BMW 4 Series, the other finalist, 147 views in four hours. That is also steel booty verified here in the fat cave, in case you were wondering. Perhaps viewers had all cut to the chase and were watching the wheels package on the winner, the CX30. <laughs> yes. Not exactly. 525 views there in five hours, and my ass verified that as well. So friggin' dependable. If that's content that engages, it's drawing board time, dudes. Like, time to go back to the. Trust makes Wheels Car of the Year unique. It is an award for our readers and the industry grounded in genuine trust. Big bad beach there, once again. Look. I so want Wheels to succeed, but as someone who's written, I don't know, dozens upon dozens of pieces for Wheels historically, I'd suggest you guys are doing this badly. If I was part of the audience, I would conclude that Wheels sucks. It's that nauseating blend of self-indulgence and industry appeasement. 
mainly. Good thing we didn't step in it, right? And the evidence is, in case you were wondering, this is not just something that I pulled out of my buns of steel. There's evidence, right? About a thousand views in five hours for the biggest gig on the Wheels calendar, on the YouTube platform. That's a compelling case against this allegation of enduring relevance. Like, world's second biggest search engine video delivery platform owned by the biggest search engine in the world, right? And you can't kick a goal there despite this alleged relevance, right? I don't understand. Plus, wheels cannot serve two masters, right? Readers and the industry. Nobody can. That will not work. Wheels can't do that with its irrelevant Bacotti award. Like, I would suggest that wheels chose a side some time ago. They went with Betamax and they should have picked VHS. So here's what I mean, okay, when I say systematic bad incentives, all right? Criterion dude at the helm of Wheels Editorial, like, he leads a team that I'm tipping is shit scared of making waves. They do these car reviews, and I am certain, personal opinion, that their single overarching concern in doing them is not to get a car maker offside. Because, hey, it's nice going to the premium gigs, that platinum frequent flyer status, those five-star hotels, that rock star treatment, yes. Swanning around in all of those cars that you could not otherwise afford even to sit in. Wouldn't want to upset that apple cart, would we? That's motoring journalism in a nutshell. It's the perfect job if you hate your life. And like, just be nice, that's all it takes. You don't even have to be that competent. But even if you are that journo, that one journo who is brave enough to risk killing off that otherwise unaffordable, unattainable lifestyle and be properly critical, the rug will go out from under your feet hard, right? That will occur when a car maker's marketing director gets the shits with you sufficiently to instruct the advertising agency to pull all of the advertising from the publication to, quote, get this clown in line. I've been on the receiving end of that several times. Today, it's a badge of honour. It's happened to me on TV and in print and over one thing that I said once on radio. It's not fun, though, if you've got a mortgage to pay and dependent mouths to feed and, like, no other income. So that would be, I think, both the carrot and the stick of bad motoring media incentives right there. And the only problem with playing this game is, of course, that car makers become increasingly intolerant of criticism. The threshold of acceptable critique gets lower and lower over time, and of course, they are striving for none. Reviews thus become editorial suck pieces. Car makers are, of course, generally too stupid to understand that criticism in independent reviews more than validates any praise, right? But you in the audience, you are not tone deaf, right? You can tell when you are being thrown under the bus editorially in this way. Like, you clicked on the word review, but instead you got fed industry suck piece because all the criterions have changed and the so-called reviews are no longer for you, they're for the car maker, right? The publication has thus chosen a side and it's certainly not your friggin' side and that's a result of bad incentives. So what do you do, okay? 
obviously you turn away. You go somewhere else, somewhere hopefully where the time is not stuck perpetually at suck o'clock. The legacy motoring media is too thick still to figure this out, too addicted to keeping the golden tap open by cozying up to their mates in the business. It's disgraceful. And they've remained in this holding pattern for several years now, self-indulgently ignoring the writing on the wall, telling each other they're still relevant. Yes. Listing all the many and varied criterias that allegedly substantiate this entirely bullshit argument. CX-30 is actually not a bad vehicle. It's a Mazda 3 with ground clearance. Like, how bad can it be? But Mazda 3 actually goes better because it's got the same engine and it's lighter. And let's not forget it's 5000 bucks cheaper, which really matters if you're not giving that car back next Friday. Okay, so there's that. And of course, the federal government is suing Mazda Australia for allegedly deceptive and unconscionable conduct. I'd want to know that if I were in the market for a car. I'm funny like that. These kinds of issues don't get a run, though, do they? Because they'd only be relevant to you as a consumer thinking about buying a Mazda. Mazda doesn't want to see that kind of thing in print. And that's who this award is for, make no mistake. This is what I mean by a system that's just dripping with bad incentives. I guess the big question is... Dude, how do we cure it? Like, what are the criterions for a full cure? Can we, can we roll out a vaccine before Wheel's imminent appointment with Dr. Kevorkian? I don't suppose we can. I suggest to you that the fix is underway right now. Wheels has thrown its audience under the bus. Properly under, that's pretty clear. That's you, and I'd be very surprised if you were coming back. It's going to be disconcerting any day now, I'd suggest, for Wheels to wake up and discover that you in the audience are in fact a necessary part of the friggin' ecosystem, not to mention essential to the business plan. Just ask any cockroach how it feels to wake up one fateful day minus its head. It'd probably say, ah, oh, dude, all good. Head? Don't need one. I'm close to being as successful as Holden right now. I can feel it in my water. It's all about the trust, the inspiration, the engagement, and, of course, the criterions. Like, dude, what could possibly go wrong? 